Over the years, as our cultural norms have become more and more relaxed, so too has our workplace attire. Once upon a time, wearing jeans, a t-shirt, and a baseball cap to the office was frowned upon, but in many modern work environments, donning our comfy clothes has become commonplace. Of course, not all work environments are able to embrace such a laid-back dress code due to the nature of their work, which could be dictated by safety protocols or professional standards. But apart from specific industry requirements, the days of arriving to work in a three-piece suit are long gone. However, as an HR party of one, you may be wondering how permitting a carefree dress code might affect productivity. After all, just because you've adopted a casual dress code for your work environment doesn't mean that you've adopted a casual work ethic. So in this episode of HR Party of One, we'll cover what a casual dress code might look like, whether or not you should even talk to employees about dress code, and if so, exactly how you might go about it. By the end, you'll have a better sense of how you can create a comfortable workplace for your employees while preserving the integrity and professionalism of your brand. We'll discuss, what does a casual dress code look like? Should you even talk to employees about dress code? How to address appropriate wardrobe with employees? Let's dive in. What does a casual dress code look like? The definition of what constitutes a casual dress code will naturally vary from one organization to another, but in general terms, it would refer to clothing that is less formal than business attire. Remember the three-piece suit? but it's not so relaxed to make coworkers feel uncomfortable by the amount of skin one displays. In other words, you wouldn't want employees showing up in short shorts or wearing jeans with decent sized holds positioned in inappropriate places. Luckily, there are lots of options available for employees giving them the freedom to be comfortable and express themselves while being office appropriate. According to the job search company Indeed, Office casual attire is comfortable, informal clothing designated as appropriate to wear for particular companies. It is one of the four major dress code styles, business professional, business formal, business casual, and casual. This style of wardrobe is typically popular in creative industries such as tech and media companies. Depending on the company, Office casual attire may include your everyday clothes, such as jeans and a t-shirt, or they may closely resemble business casual, such as dress pants and a nice shirt. Casual attire allows for more options than business professional dress codes and can create a more relaxed environment for employees. The takeaway here is that every organization will need to navigate all the options and deem what they consider appropriate for their work environment and their brand. More on this later in the episode. Should you even talk about dress code in the office? Talking to employees about dress code can be extremely uncomfortable, especially if the conversation revolves around something inappropriate that they're wearing. Everyone has the right to express themselves, and one way to do this is by donning apparel that voices who we are and what we stand for. So when you approach an employee about their choice of clothing, it could feel like you're violating who they are as people, so why bother? Should you even talk about the dress code in the office? For each organization, that's a decision that HR professionals need to address, but I'm gonna give you some reasons why you may be wanting to consider discussing the topic. First, let's keep in mind that every employee is an individual who adheres to their own personal belief system, and that belief system may be reflected in the clothing they wear. Problems arise when employees who don't share the same belief become distracted, 
or offended by something someone else is wearing. For example, an employee who may be very passionate about politics decides to wear to the office a t-shirt embedded with a bold image representing their personal view about a political figure or issue and another employee who is equally passionate about politics has an opposing view and finds the individual's clothing offensive. Now what? If you haven't set any boundaries with your employees regarding dress code, then the situation could escalate into an ugly conversation that will be challenging to handle. In fact, if you need to help redirecting polarizing conversations, we recently recorded an episode about the topic. It can help you navigate situations just like this one. I'll link to it in the description below. Another example of inappropriate workplace attire that should be addressed is clothing with any type of profanity imprinted on it. Again, it's potentially distracting and could be offensive to coworkers, especially when that employee has face-to-face -face conversations with others in the office. Lastly, consider having conversations about clothing that is torn beyond what would be considered fashionable, dirty with stains and unclean, or excessively revealing in that it's too tight, too low cut, or too short. Even though the dress code is casual, employees still need to look presentable. After all, they're representing your brand and your brand has an image to uphold. How to address appropriate wardrobe with employees. As an HR professional, you want to give your employees the benefit of the doubt that when they open their closets each day, they'll choose appropriate attire to wear to the office. But what may be considered appropriate for one may not be so appropriate for someone else, including your organization's brand image. The best way to ensure that employees dress appropriately for your work environment is to use your discretion and align dress code with the type of workplace environment you have. If you feel the need to create a dress code policy, here are some important factors to consider. Determine your organizational needs, goals, image, and culture. When determining which articles of clothing are appropriate for your workplace and which aren't, take a look at the company's needs, goals, image, and culture, and allow them to guide you. For example, a sporting goods company may allow employees to don sports apparel, but that would certainly be inappropriate for employees working in financial institutions. Set clear expectations. It may sound elementary, but with the term casual meaning so many different things to so many people, it's best to illustrate the specific clothing items that employees are allowed to wear to work. It's also important to include those articles of clothing that are not acceptable. By including examples of each, employees should gain a clear understanding of your organization's dress code. Furthermore, if an employee does wear something inappropriate, you now have a written policy that you can refer to when addressing the issue. Are your employees client-facing? Another determining factor to consider is whether or not your employees are client-facing. If you were to hire a financial advisor, for example, would you leave your hard-earned money with the agent wearing clean slacks and a crisp button-up? Or would you choose the agent wearing a sloppy concert t-shirt, jeans full of holes, and sneakers? Whether we like it or not, people will judge your organization by the appearance of your employees, and you only have one shot at making a first impression. Studies have shown that people who dress nicely are perceived more favorably. Thomas Edison was spot on when he said, opportunity is missed by most people because it was dressed in overalls and looks like work. Remember to be compliant. 
Another factor to take into account is compliance. OSHA, which is the acronym for the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, created by Congress in 1970 as part of the Department of Labor, is charged with ensuring safe and healthy working conditions for workers. When it comes to clothing, they make recommendations that protect workers from environmental, chemical, radiological, or mechanical hazards that can cause injury or impairment. Depending on your industry, you may need to include such things as closed-toed shoes, protective eye gear, or even flame-retardant suits in your organization's policy in order to reflect compliance with OSHA guidelines. To learn more about OSHA and how it can relate to your specific work environment, I'll leave a link in the description below. Think about legal issues and discrimination. As HR professionals, you're already trying to improve your DEI efforts when it comes to attracting and acquiring talent for your organization. Having a diverse group of employees means that you'll need to be familiar with laws that protect workers from discrimination based on appearance. Take, for example, the case in which the Supreme Court ruled in favor of a Muslim girl who was denied a job at Abercrombie over a hijab because it wasn't in compliance with the company's look policy. She qualified for legal protection under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The bottom line is to be cautious when establishing a dress code that won't discriminate against employees' appearance with regard to religion, gender, disability, or sexual orientation. Don't forget to address hygiene. In addition to the types of clothing that are permissible to wear in the office, You'll want to also mention some verbiage around hygiene and grooming standards. Some simple guidelines could require that employees are clean and neat and their clothing is too. Refer to your initial list of appropriate and inappropriate clothing to be more specific here. Navigating casual dress code in the workplace doesn't have to be daunting. Take these ideas and incorporate them into your dress code policy. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.